0: He said it because of his wet blanket energy <laughs> unhinged that's actually unhinged. hello and welcome to she's all batch i am stephanie and i'm jackie i said that like that was a question but i am in fact stephanie and we don't care if you're here for the right reasons we're just happy that you're here so come
1: join us as we talk shit about our favorite show
0: <laughs> all right guys let's creep well, first, I wanted to address we did skip Friday's recap. Jackie came down with Covid mm-hmm. um, after three years strong of not getting it.
1: I know I was talking such a big game telling people I was literally immune to Covid, and then um, it finally got me. Um, luckily, it was like pretty mild. You know, i'm I'm feeling better now. But yeah, I was pretty down and out for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But I'm excited now to record because I feel like I haven't really talked to humans in a while. So I'm excited to talk to Stephanie about things.
0: No, this should be a good one. We are going to touch on the Golden Bachelor stuff too a little bit later. So we'll get to all Mm -hmm. of that. Did you guys see that Olivia from Bachelor in Paradise has come for Kylie on Twitter? It's this whole mm-hmm. thing, but the story gets 10 times worse when Avon comes in and comes to Kylie's defense. So, did you see this?
1: Yes, I did see it.
0: I have. Were you dying strong, in bed when you saw it, though?
1: <laughs> a little bit, but I do have strong thoughts about it, and I feel like. While Olivia, I think, is in the wrong to blame Kylie, I think Avon is in the wrong to then come for Olivia, if that makes sense. But let's explain it to
0: them so that they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So basically, after Thursday night's episode of Bachelor in Paradise aired, Olivia went to Twitter and said, Will shows interest in me and kisses me. Kylie messes it up once she catches wind. John Henry shows interest in me and we are together. Kylie encourages Kat to mess it up. Anyone else sensing a pattern? Now, this tweet alone, I mean, I think is in bad taste for Olivia. It's just like, leave
1: Kylie alone. What did she ever do to you besides like one time on the first day of paradise, like the same guy that you also liked? Like, that's it.
0: This tweet alone, I don't think was really necessary. I also don't think Kylie was targeting Olivia for her men. I think it just so happens that Kylie also liked Will. And I think with the John Henry thing, I don't think she was saying, oh, John Henry's with Olivia. Let me screw that over and try to set him up with Kat. I think she thinks there's only so many guys left on the beach and I want my friend Kat to stay. John Henry's cute. I don't think it was personal, but it gets a little worse. So after that, Kylie responds. This is all on Twitter, x.com. Kylie says, (laughs) I owe you nothing. I'm loyal to my actual friends. Have a great night.
1: I mean, she's not wrong. That's
0: exactly what we're saying. Yeah, okay. So far, so good. Olivia writes back, Is that why you just called me twice to tell me that? Or was it going to be the fake pageant voice where you pretend that's not what really went down? So clearly, like, Olivia has some, like, beef on the side with Kylie. This is coming from a place of, like, I don't actually like you, more so than the TV edit.
1: And then Kylie says... I wasn't calling to explain myself. I was calling to tell you to get my name out of your mouth. Instead, you're trolling Twitter and refuse to answer my phone calls. Yikes. I love when things are happening in real life.
0: Me too!
1: Show us at the <laughs> you know?
0: show. Yeah. So I know. honestly, this drama on Twitter was more entertaining than the drama on the actual show. So. Absolutely.
1: So I'm just trying to get in everyone's head. So Kylie is seeing this tweet, seeing that Olivia's tweeting about her, and then is like calling her to be like. Hey, can you not? Which I think is very reasonable. I'm team Kylie in this situation for sure. So
0: far. Well, honestly, Kylie in the rest of this doesn't really do much. It's Avon who kind of like messes everything up. So then Avon chimes in, which he comes to Kylie's defense and it's like, tell me that you're still with Kylie without telling me you're still with Kylie. I was just about to say that. Why are you even just stay out of it? It has nothing to do with you. But Avon Mm -hmm. chimes in on the tweet thread and says, give a night one elimination some meaningless screen time. And they start to think, that they can just say anything. When I fucking saw this, I was like, are you take, like, so many different seats, Avon? Like, I have such an issue with this.
1: I know. It's really giving, like, some 1400s, like, oh, you peasant, how dare you just say anything? It's like, Olivia can actually say whatever the fuck she wants. Like, I may not agree with her kind of coming for Kylie, but, like, to kind of make it seem like Olivia literally can't speak. You're a nice one elimination, like be banished from the land. It's just kind of like, okay?
0: No, and it's like clear that he thought this, but like it's kind of something that you maybe don't say out loud because it makes you look really bad. And it kind of like, I mean, I feel like this hierarchy thing is always on Paradise. When we talked to Lacey Mark, Mm -hmm. she said absolutely like, because she was like a week two person on Nick's season that like everyone was all clicking and like they would not let her in to the friend group. And I feel like that's the same mentality here. When you really think, think about what this whole night one elimination issue is, is like, we're basing Olivia's value on Zach Shalcross, essentially. Right, exactly. Zach is the one that sent her home night one. He either didn't feel it with her as much as the other women, didn't get time to talk with her. Like, there's so many reasons why you go home night one. So mm-hmm. we're saying that she shouldn't be able to speak up about this situation because Zach Shellcross last of one season, one man's opinion, one on her. man's yeah. opinion. And you, Aven, so you stuck around on Rachel's season, so you got dumped last on national TV. Why does that make you feel like you are more important than Olivia? Because right. Rachel liked you more than Zach liked Olivia. Like, it's actually really freaking dumb.
1: So dumb. And I I just think it's, like, an incredibly low blow. And that might be – even if he's thinking it in his head, I think that's just, like, not a thought you should be thinking because I think it's, like, pretty messed up. But the fact that he went so far as to, like, write it publicly, I feel like he should have known he was going to get a lot of backlash for saying that. Like, that's not really a good look. Well, now his tweets are protected. You can't see them. I know, but it's like, dude, you didn't know that maybe that was not the right angle to come – like, go defend your girlfriend Kylie by not –
0: insulting Olivia in such a petty way. Why don't you just say like, hey, can you not? That's it. So that Olivia replies to Avon's tweet and says, I was unaware that you had to make it past night one to call a spade a spade. My fault. The night one elimination comment is tired of being used. Find new content. I agree. Not only is it like tired, it shows so much about the person who says it. Yeah. Like it says more about Aven than it does about anyone else.
1: And then Aven says, call a spade a spade. You're literally blaming someone else for your own self-inflicted failed relationships. You have obviously gained some confidence to speak like this since your first go around the night one reference not that it hinders your overall opinion see i think avon should have not said any of the night one stuff literally just say this you're literally blaming someone else for your own self-inflicted failed relationships done yeah that if he had just said that in response to olivia i think like it's not very nice but i would have been like eh, kind of fair like she's blaming kylie for what i don't think kylie's really to blame here but all Mm -hmm. this other night one stuff really took it to another level
0: totally and now everyone's kind of not too happy with him. And, like, also, if you look at the season, the main thing we want to hear about Avon is what happened with Rachel. They completely skip over that. Olivia has had multiple people that she's kind of, like, gotten Mm -hmm. to know, so she's been getting a lot more airtime than you. I guess it doesn't actually fucking matter when you go home, Avon, because Olivia's the more entertaining one here. It's true. Also, tell us what happened with Rachel, please. And then maybe we'll... They're never
1: going to tell us because the answer is nothing. The answer is... Producers pushed him on stage and they said, oh, look over there. And then he all of a sudden was like, what? Tino, what?
0: I'm on live TV, what? And then that's it. I agree. I think it's funny in his last tweet, though, he tries to like backtrack a little, obviously, after getting backlash. Like, you obviously gained some confidence to speak like this since your first go round. Did you know her night one of Zach season, AVEN? Like, I what know. are you even talking about?
1: Well, it's also kind of implying that like... Is she, like, oh, she needs confidence to speak. Like, she can speak whenever she wants to speak. It's, like, putting more emphasis on the fact that, like, oh, now that you've spent more airtime on the show, now you have the confidence to speak. And it's just, like, she can always speak. You've earned Wild. your worth,
0: Olivia. You got some yeah, confidence. Yeah, no, literally. And now... Now we'll let you speak. And then hence the night one reference. Not that it hinders your overall opinion. Oh, it does it? I thought it did. Because with your first tweet, you said that she's crazy for thinking she could just speak. Yeah, She spoke out of line for a night one elimination. Like super not okay with it. I think it's a really bad look. And I think it's also Mm. pretty telling that he's coming to Kylie's defense. So what does that mean? So I posted screenshots of this because I was pretty in shock that this happened. And my caption is just, PSA, lasting until the end on a dating competition show doesn't make you better than people. And Olivia actually liked the post and commented and said, couldn't agree more with a heart. I think this is the type of beef that will continue in the reunion. Yeah, I agree. Which I'm here for. Totally. Okay, moving on, taking a little detour, going back to our man Clayton. So as we know, he will not do a rose ceremony in his Airbnb. You cannot get a rose. You can't even think of a flower in that house. However, mm-hmm. he posted on his Instagram story and said that he will play Mario Kart with you if you rent his Airbnb.
1: This is weird to me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> like, so, he thinks
1: standing there and handing out roses is too much interaction with the guests. He's exposing himself he too said. much. But, but okay, that's what I was saying,
0: though. Okay. And then But he can go and play Mario Kart? So, okay, I still think the Rose thing is... You thought ABC put a kibosh on it. I just think that maybe even if ABC didn't, I think maybe he's like, oh, I can't be, like, staging fake Rose ceremonies. Like, I just think that... Why not? I think that they're gonna be like, you're profiting off of... Uh, know. right.
1: So, at the end of the day, it's like an ABC IP issue, not like a Clayton just doesn't want to or thinks this is a weird idea issue.
0: He... Actually, took a photo of what I'm assuming is the like flat screen TV and like the video game setup with three controllers, so you can have a party. And it says, "Who wants the smoke? Anyone that books my Airbnb, I'll personally show up and beat you in this game. Ten out of ten, and it's Mario Kart. I'm assuming. Okay, should we go and play? Yes, yes. I'm, I mean, I will. I will win. I'm I'm phenomenal. Who were you in Mario Kart? I'm not that good at.
1: Video games, but I don't know. Sometimes I go for Peach or what's the other princess that has brown hair? Because I like to pick the ones with the same hair color as me. I don't know her. I'm that girl. (laughs) I'm that girl. (laughs) Who are you? I'm trying to think. I feel like you're a Yoshi. Ew, no.
0: I feel like I'm like a
1: Luigi. Oh, okay. (laughs) You do love Luigi. You told me about the Halloween costume once, where you and your friend were Mario, were hot Mario and Luigi. But were you Luigi
0: in that situation? No, I wasn't because she demanded to be Luigi, so I had to be Mario. But I do. I I thought you were Luigi. I think Luigi's cooler. But anyway, if you guys want to play, you can go to Clayton's Airbnb. I think it's cool that he's like, look, I have this Airbnb. What's other ways I can entice people to go rent it? I'll hang out with you. I do worry for his like safety because I think too. opening yourself up for just
1: any person in the world to come into a house and like be there with you is maybe not always the safest. And, of course, I know a lot of Bachelor Nation fans
0: are, like, nice and harmless, but you just, like, never know. Also, do you really want people renting out this house solely because they want to see you? Doesn't that right? I feel like who's what's stopping people from like setting up like hidden video cameras or something? Right, like Like it's it's a little weird, or it has potential to be really weird, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I would go and play the video games though, so we could still inquire about this if we can fit in. Fozfest
1: 3.0 is in Scottsdale. At Clayton's Airbnb, and we all play Mario Kart. Yeah. But I would want him to do a rose ceremony just for us. I know. We'll be like, look, we're not going to tell anyone. And we're not going to be weird about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not going to, like, <laughs> act like you're dating me, or I don't even want to yeah. say anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, something to think about. We'll put a pin in it for now, but we'll get back mm-hmm, to you guys mm-hmm. if we end up renting out this Airbnb with Clayton. So, okay, moving on, Brandon, Serene's ex-flame Brandon, he took to social media, and the, and this post is no longer there, so he's clearly thought twice about it, mm-hmm. but he posted a photo of himself doing like the shush face and wrote, sometimes the most powerful thing you could say is nothing at all. Obviously implying like he's not going to speak out any further about the Serene stuff, but like this would have been helpful last week to come to this realization because last week is when you, silence wasn't golden. And now you're saying that you want to be quiet. Yeah, wait, what was he saying last week in response to what Serene was saying? Like 18 pages front and back about how he didn't actually cheat on her and he just danced with a girl in a bar. oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, were, we said last, or was it last week or two weeks ago, we're like, bro, sometimes just keep it quiet. Maybe he listened and had an epiphany. Brandon has taken to his own Instagram page to dispute what Serene is saying. So this is what Brandon's Instagram said. Oh, no. I know. Like, guys, sometimes... <laughs> silence is golden yes (laughs) silence is so golden but yeah i support him kind of like let's all move along it's fine but
1: it's like that's very like you said that's very easy to say once you've literally already said everything you needed to say to defend yourself so i think that's kind of weird i don't know the way he's been acting and handling this whole thing has been giving me the ick for him
0: also wait so he's this is the photo (laughs) okay slay
1: It's a very sassy picture, I will say. It's a very
0: sassy picture, but in the caption he said, "like photo credit is Sam Jeffries, who's the poop baby Sam." Oh, she's so she's a photographer. Yeah, kind of random. So she finally pooped. I guess. Hopefully she pooped. If she did this photo shoot, she wasn't like doing it constipated. I hope. Right. Um, But yeah, so I guess Brandon's going to be quiet about this from now on. I think I'm okay with that. I think I've heard Serene's side, i heard Brandon's side, and frankly, I don't really care anymore. You clearly have differing views on, like, what actually happened, and I'm just an outsider, so let's move on. Yeah. Okay, speaking of couples that didn't make it, did you see that photo that Katie posted with her and Blake?
1: Yes, I did.
0: So what was your initial thought? Like, do you think, obviously people were like, what does it mean? What does it mean?
1: What does it mean? I think it just means that they are friendly and have gotten good closure. Like um, Katie said on our podcast and she said on other ones as well, like it's no secret that at some point during the season of Bachelor in Paradise, she comes down to the beach not to date, but I think maybe host a date, give a date card, something. But she does have a conversation with Blake and she's been very open about the fact that it was like pretty healing. It was good closure. And up until this point, I don't think they were like exes that really interacted and now they've had that conversation. Blake's at an event and Katie's going to support and taking a picture with him. So it seems like they're on good terms and like supportive exes and I'm here for it.
0: Right. No, I am too. And they both look so good at this event. Blake was hosting an event in support of the rhinos, what he does, his his work with wildlife, which is awesome. And I think that's cool. I don't think that this is romantic. I also like... No, me neither. Because if Katie was implying this was romantic, she's still on F Boy Island. She can't do that. It's still needs to be unknown what her like relationship status is. So I don't think there's anything here, but I like that they're in support of each other because I like them both. So moving on. There's been a new demo that implied that there's a Bachelor Nation couple known for their whirlwind romance that's going to get their own reality dating show and let the cameras roll on their everyday lives. People are trying to figure out like who it is. Hmm.
1: It says this dynamic duo who found love in front of millions is set to share the unscripted, unfiltered version of their relationship with the Brittany Reality Show. Blah, 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 from juggling careers to dealing with in-laws, highs and lows of everyday drama, peak behind the... Cur- okay, so it's not really saying anything specific, though, to, like, a specific couple.
0: But it's in-laws, so it's not someone that's just engaged or dating. It's definitely a married couple, so that makes the list mm-hmm. a lot smaller. True. True. Could it be Ashley and Jared? I feel like it should be. Although someone in our Facebook group pointed out that there's no mention in this description of, like, the highs and lows of parenting or, like, Mm. life with kids. Like, it just seems like if it were, I don't know that for sure, but it seems as though if it was a couple that does have kids, why wouldn't it say it in this little, like, descriptive paragraph? Because they're saying they're dealing with the highs and lows of everyday drama. Will their romance continue to blossom or will the pressures of the different kind of reality test their relationship to the breaking point?
1: I would also like to know, is this like a Bachelor Nation show or is this a Bachelor Nation couple going to make a different show, like on a different channel? Because that would be very telling too, like which couples are still kind of like more intertwined with the franchise. Because I also initially thought of like Rachel Lindsay and her husband, but I'm like, they would never do something with Bachelor Nation again. I don't know.
0: Remember that spinoff, like, Happily Ever After with Ben and Lauren? Then also yeah. M- the Ferguson twins got one. It was on Freeform. Like, so there were two mm-hmm. different spinoffs, one after the other, that Freeform was giving to Bachelor people. What if it's another Freeform thing? And it's very much like ABC has their hands in it because it doesn't ABC owns Freeform, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Freeform still a channel though? Now, who knows. Uh, but whatever Freeform turned into is what I'm implying. Like a lower yeah, yeah, level yeah. channel in which case I think it would be a bachelor couple that is still in ABC's good graces. So, uh, Joe and Serena. I mean, they're newlyweds. Some people have written that in the comments here. I don't love that they're already saying in like the descriptive paragraph like will their love make it to the end? Cuz like we shouldn't be trying to break them up by going on this TV show. Yes, but at the
1: same time, like If they're not kind of on the rocks, that sounds like a very boring show. Right. Like, like you know what I mean? Because Joe and Serena seem like a very happy couple to me. And I I don't
0: want to watch them just being like, hey, babe, how was your day? Good? Mine too thanks also when ben and lauren was on the show it was ben and lauren happily ever after question mark like that was the Mm. title like they knew that the show was going to break them up and it essentially did so i don't know whoever this is i don't support this idea i don't think you should do it unless you're okay with maybe not making it on the other side but we'll see we'll see Moving on, I want to take a second before we get to the next segment in the recap room to tell you guys
1: about one of my favorite new skincare brands. I told you guys, I literally left my Moisture Rich bomb in my toiletry bag in the hotel in LA and I immediately had to repurchase it. It's a nutrient-rich bomb that supports collagen production and it delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. It feels like lathering your face with petroleum jelly, but at the same time, it's not sticky in the same way petroleum jelly really would be. I don't know how they do it, but I really have been loving it.
0: Also with the moisture-rich balm, a little bit goes a long way, so it does hydrate your skin, but it's not like you have to put on a ton of products, so the jar actually lasts a really long time. They also have their Conditioning Lip Balm, which is a nourishing antioxidant packed lip balm that plumps and conditions your lips. This is exactly what you need. Winter's right around the corner, and this lip balm is the perfect addition to your skincare routine. This holiday season Get someone you love, Oak Essentials. Our followers get 15% off their first order when they use She's All Batch at Check out that's 15% off at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com promo code she's all batch whether you're starting from scratch with your skincare or filling in the gaps Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about and you know what treat yourself because you deserve it can you meet me in the recap room
1: sure one second just need to get my lip balm and coffee is it your Oak
0: Essentials lip balm yeah of course it is okay I'm here all right. Um, let me get out the boom box. Almost. Okay, we are in the recap room. We're here to talk about the latest episode of Bachelor in Paradise. A lot to unpack here. What did you think overall? For sure. No, I thought it was a good
1: episode. I like that once we kind of touched on this when we were talking about Crease, but I like when the show outside the show becomes part of in the show, especially with like all the Aaron B stuff and charity coming in to like share information about things that she had heard outside. So I think it was a good episode. I've enjoyed it. What do you think?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of drama. I mean, there was a lot of yelling once again. Mm -hmm. So like the episode starts and Tanner ends things with Kat and she's livid. But then like she also wants to make it clear that she was also ending things with him. But I don't really know what was happening here. But she like made it a point to tell all the girls after they break up that it was mutual and she's better than him, which wasn't the best look.
1: I know. The thing with Kat, she's like, combusting because she doesn't understand the fact that like someone could reject her which i feel like is why she was like so butthurt to be like no but like it was mutual it was mutual it's like no he kind of broke up with you which is yeah. fine right, this is and the best we've all gotten broken up with
0: it's okay And just like what we said at the top of this episode, like, just because Tanner is choosing someone else over you, just like Zach chose someone else over Olivia, doesn't reflect on you. It was so important for her to, like, tell everyone, like, it's mutual, it's mutual, yelling, I'm better than him, Um, you don't even open mouth make out, which was just hilarious, but she's saying all this shit with Davia right behind her on the daybed.
1: I know, and it's kind of a dig at Davia, too, of her being like, oh, I'm better than him, and he's with Davia, so... Right, so what does that say, Davia's like, what does that mean about me?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she sits down at the daybed and immediately says, "Like, oh, there were so many red flags, like, glad I got out of that. And kind of, that's not what we saw. I know Kat has been on the receiving end of a lot of edits this season that may make her look worse, but I think in this case, I do feel like we got the full...
1: Scene. i do too yeah so
0: genevieve from zach season arrives and i will say when she came out and i know we were just kind of talking
1: earlier on in this episode about how like one man the leads opinion on you does not create your worth as a person or worthiness to be on the speech but when she came down i did say wow what do you know another girl i've never seen before in my life you've seen like, genevieve wh- no i haven't I've never
0: seen her before. <laughs> okay, well, she was on Zach's season. I remember her.
1: I know, but for how long? No, not very long. Right, and it's just, and that's nothing, this is nothing about Genevieve personally. Like, I think she's lovely, beautiful, and a great girl, but I'm just so confused as to, like, why can't they get people that have lasted longer on this show to come to Paradise? That seems to be a
0: theme. Every single person is someone I've never seen before in my fucking life. Well, also later, Becca from Zach's season comes on the beach and they have <laughs> yeah. to show clips of her from night one with an arrow because no one I has know. ever seen her before. And again, it's like we're not pulling an Avon, we're not saying that they don't right. deserve to be on the beach. But I think you're right in the sense that in terms of recognizable faces, They are not as many.
1: Yeah, if you want me to be invested in their storylines, like, I don't know these people's stories yet. So also,
0: jumping ahead, like, Braden goes on the date with Becca, and he's like, this is the best connection I've had on this beach. And it's like, literally, last episode, you were putting paint in Rachel's crevices and loving life. And now you've moved on from her to someone that we have no backstory with so it's like i know okay it was that was like the only couple i was very excited about was rachel and brayden and like that's done now
1: i know and i just wonder i'm like do you think it's because like production has not made an effort to like maintain good relationships with the people like i feel like a common theme now is like people get off the show and they're like wow they ruined my life like mm. never again like the Susies, the Gabbies from zach season or like Like, I don't, there's a lot of more people that I think were just more memorable that would not step foot on that beach, which I think is very telling.
0: Right, and it's also like, how many times do you want to roll the dice? As we always say, the only way to go is down. So if you got, like, a Susie edit on The Bachelor, Mm -hmm. and everyone loves you, rightfully so, we love Susie, but you also are rolling the dice by going on Paradise and risking it. That's why we said we don't think Tyler... Cameron will never go on the beach. But I think it's because he realizes like he could easily get a fuckboy edit and you may not want to mess with that. That's such a good point. So all the people who got good edits are not touching it. All the people who either got bad edits or- Or no edits. Like
1: no edit are like, here's my chance. It's not a good formula. They got to switch it up. Yes.
0: And like, so right as Blake is saying that he and Jess need to kind of test their relationship, Genevieve walks down and asks Blake on the date Jess seems sad about this, but it seems like she's only sad because she wants to stay on the beach. Though, like what I, I've been really frustrated with this couple because I like them mm-hmm. both. Obviously, love Blake. Yeah, but, but I like them both a lot as two separate contestants on the show but the fact that they've been together this whole time and don't seem to actually like each other is frustrating to watch because it's like this whole time like Jess you could have found someone else Blake you could have found someone else and other people could have dated here but instead you guys have been just kind of like staying with each other just for the time being and that's not what we want to really watch
1: yeah it was confusing to me too because I feel like in the last episode or the episode before Blake and Jess were having a conversation and Blake was the one who was more kind of like waiting on Jess. And Jess was the one who was just kind of like, I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as Blake is like, okay, maybe I'll explore something with someone else. She immediately turns. And it's just like the classic case of like some boy who you don't really like that much, like really likes you. And you're like, ugh, ugh, I don't know. Like, ugh, I guess Blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as he like doesn't like you anymore and doesn't give you the attention, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Come back. And it was just giving like
0: immature. Totally. Do you remember the scene from Laguna Beach? You've watched Laguna Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the scene at their um, like fiesta party and they're like blackout drunk and Kristen's explaining to Jessica that like she still has feelings for Steven, but it's not like she really wants to be with Steven. It's just yeah, because yeah, yeah. Steven liked LC and she was like, wait a minute, wait a right. minute. Hello. the whole reason I wanted Steven after he was talking to Lauren because Lauren, because I couldn't have him anymore. So I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what I think was here. Like, this is the guy that's been doting on me this entire time. Last week Mm -hmm. I said I wasn't really sure about it, and he's upset. So clearly he likes me. And now Genevieve walks down, and he wants to go on the date. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: And then all of a sudden she's upset. But it's just like, girl, that's not fair.
0: Come on. No, it's not. And I feel like she acknowledged that it wasn't fair. Yeah. Sometimes love is not fair. But like Blake goes on the date with Genevieve. He seems to really, really like her. He Mm -hmm. said that his heart started to pound when she arrived, so it seemed like the physical attraction was definitely there. They make out on the beach. They look really cute together. And then, shockingly though, back on the beach, Jess ends up making out with Tyler which I thought was I know. super hot. I really liked it. I know. I liked it. Me too. I literally wrote down, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I like this. And I think they're such a sweet pairing. And I said, okay, passionate makeout. Woohoo.
0: Right. So I really see them together, actually. I thought they were really cute. I know. I hope something more comes with that. I really hope that Blake and Jess don't keep trying to do this. Yeah, force it. They're like putting like a triangle puzzle piece into like a circle. Hillary Duff totally. says that. Totally. In the intro of Laguna Beach, trying to fit a square into the circle. I was like, she's not on that show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is in a way. So yeah, so it seems like there may be two new couples there.
1: Yeah. Kat decides she likes John Henry now, which is kind of confusing. Like, I get that he's hot,
0: but he's like, he's been here the whole time. Why did she just open her eyes magically? Well, because I think Brayden's no longer an option. Tanner's no longer an option. Who is even an option? Who's even still there? I don't even, I feel like there's been like one and a half rose ceremonies so far. Yeah. There's only so many options. So Kat actually says he's with Olivia, but I don't really care. Again, not the best look. Um, Not the best, but that's also the point of the show. Right. You know? I mean, the point of the show isn't to, like, steal a guy from
1: another girl, though. Sure, but it's like, Olivia, if John Henry was capable of, like, being stolen,
0: then maybe he's not your guy. Right, Olivia, you deserve better because you deserve a guy that will choose us first. Totally. At this point, like, he didn't choose Cat first either.
1: Right. That's what's kind of, like, weird to me. Like, they've both been there the whole
0: time. I love the scene of, um, a- again, the girls are all on the day, but I think it's a different time. And Cat's like, yeah, well, I've been getting to know John Henry. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had such secondhand cringe because, like, you're talking about <laughs> it right in front of the girl that he's been with. And then Olivia has the balls to say, well, yeah, John Henry actually told me I was his number one today. So things are going really well. And I'm like, iconic. I love it. I thought it was really weird that after Kat talks to John Henry and they just kind of have, Mm -hmm. like, a regular talk, nothing crazy, Olivia then sits with him and kisses him. And then Kat's shocked that he's kissing her. And I'm like, is there stuff happening here that we don't really know? And maybe there is. But, like, why are you shocked that he's kissing the girl that he's still currently in, like, a semi-committed relationship?
1: I think Kat is just used to always getting her way when it comes to guys. I think she's just used to guys, like fawning over her and she's shocked that she's like what all of a sudden I'm giving John Henry the time of day and why is he not obsessed with me and it's like well Kat because you're on a beach with like all beautiful people like this is not the real world anymore this is all like hot people whereas I I just think that's what she's used to that like going up to any boy she wants and then falling all over her because she is beautiful but everyone there is beautiful
0: yeah and she doesn't stop there though she also talks to Eliza in the bathroom I love that they showed the audio footage Mm -hmm. of them talking Basically, Charity gave warnings about Aaron B. Basically saying he had some kind of like scandal with an ex during Charity season. And then Aaron says that he had a disgruntled ex who's trying to tear him down solely because he's on TV. Disgruntled is a word that you describe for like a former employee. To say a disgruntled ex, like what did you not approve her PTO? Why is she so disgruntled? Well, she's probably just mad if he dumped
1: her to go on the show. Right. She's butthurt about that and wants to get back at him. I was just confused. Like, what is the issue exactly? So, like, Aaron B. had a girlfriend and then got the opportunity to go on the show. So he went on the show and broke up with his girlfriend.
0: And now the girlfriend's, like, All of a sudden what? Well, no, then all of a sudden there's two girlfriends too. Because then as he's talking, he mentions like a second one. And Eliza's like, wait, what? Like, I thought I was coming to you to ask about one girl. And now you're mentioning multiple people. It just seems like he's hiding something.
1: I guess the, the thing is, it's like, I don't think having past relationships before going on the show is really like necessarily bad. So it's like, my understanding was he was in a long term relationship, broke up then decided to go on the show but was kind of seeing someone before going on the show but then ultimately decided he wanted the opportunity of the show and didn't stay with this girl but now this girl's sad and is slandering his name and saying oh I was his girlfriend before and it's like yeah you were but I think everyone's allowed to like you can date in my opinion up until like the second you leave for the show. Honestly, that's and you, you've take. just made a choice. You've decided you can be dating. Some, you're a person in the world and you've decided, oh, I'd rather take this opportunity than stay with you. Like, that's fine.
0: If they're not feeling it, they're not feeling it. I guess. Yeah. Um. I think this was more than that. As long as they're not
1: still dating the person when they go right. on the show. As long as they don't just break up with them in their heart like Jed did. Right. No, exa- see, but that's the difference. Jed was leading this girl on and saying, like, no, we're still going to date when I get back versus... Aaron B, he's dating this girl. and He's like, hey, I have this opportunity to go on the show. I really want to take it. I like you, but I just don't think there's a future here. So I'm going to break up and take this other path. It would be the same thing if he like, I don't know, had to go away to college or like got a job opportunity or whatever it is. You make a decision in that moment if the relationship is worth the long distance or the struggle and the long haul or you
0: break up. And that's that. And if you break up, then I think it's fine. You're speaking very confidently that this is the case with Aaron B, though. Did he <laughs> I know. Did he tell you? Like, where where is no, this coming from?
1: But I didn't hear anything to the contrary that he was, like, still with this girl. I think it was all just, he's here for the wrong reasons because yeah. he was dating someone before. And right. it's like, I
0: just don't think that that's bad. Right. And they're showing the conversation with Kat and Eliza, like, in the bathroom, on purpose, mm-hmm. so like it seemed like this could have been an orchestrated storyline here too, because they didn't have to so show we'll see. them talking.
1: Yeah, obviously charity comes down. In next episode, we'll see like oh, yeah. what the real details are of the situation, because right. right now we're still kind of just speculating. But mm-hmm. I think it's a whole lot of nothing, honestly. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know. What do you? You? I'm adult? gonna say jury's still out. I, there seem. I don't know. I didn't love when he started talking about a second girl. It just seems like he has mm. something to hide. And once again, I just think it's so weird that like they still haven't gotten a date. Eliza and Aaron We still haven't seen Like a whole lot of them at all I just think that's weird It is weird But yet We're supposed to care That Aaron is like Potentially doing something shady But like I have never seen them speak I don't think I've ever seen them right. kiss No I know So It is very frustrating Like the things
1: that they choose To focus on On the show
0: Yes But yeah I mean I guess that wraps up What happened in this episode <laughs> Hopefully we see More unfold When Charity comes down Yes, we'll get yeah. out of this room Or do you want to stay In this room actually I feel like we need to talk about our thoughts on The Golden Bachelor since we didn't get to release an episode on Friday because of your COVID. But first, let's tell everyone how much we love Honey Love. Listen up. Honey Love is giving up to 50% off site-wide.
1: They basically have revolutionized the shapewear game. So say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Also, the best thing about Honey Love Shapewear is it's, like, bathroom proof. You know what I mean? Where, like, there's nothing worse than trying to, like, roll down annoying shapewear when you really need to pee. But um, they have a little
0: gusset that you can just, like, unhook. Pee, and then you're quickly back to the parties. Yes, and their shapewear uses targeted compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when wearing shapewear. I typically don't love wearing shapewear because I feel suffocated, but with Honeylove, that completely goes away. Plus, for this month only, Honeylove is giving up to 50% off site-wide. Visit honeylove.com forward slash she's all batch two zero to shop their November sale and let them know that we sent you when the survey asks. Definitely check
1: them out, guys. I feel like for holiday wear and for Thanksgiving and all the things coming up,
0: you're going to want to feel snatched. 50% off is kind of huge, too. So it's the time to stock up. And November is the time to do it. So do not wait. Honeylove.com slash she's all batch two zero. This month only inventory is limited. The sale ends soon. Don't miss out. Okay, now let's talk about Golden Bachelor last week. It was hometowns. We have Faith, Leslie, and Teresa. What did you think? I
1: was really surprised to see how much he seemingly loves Faith. And I know. Didn't he only say I love you to two of them, Leslie and And Faith? Faith? And I would have thought... Leslie and Teresa, I'm so confused because I
0: thought Faith getting a hometown was literally a mistake. And now I'm questioning everything I know about the world. Right. I think he has a more serious relationship with Faith than we originally realized. I will point out, though, we didn't see him say I love you to Teresa. That doesn't mean he didn't. That's I think true. I did think thoughts, about that. Rachel, one of our thoughts, she actually commented that. And I was like, wow, that's a really good point. Once again, I feel kind of stupid. Why am I just thinking mm-hmm. that he only said I love you to these people? They're showing us what they want us to see. Yeah. So if they're trying to make us feel like Faith and Leslie are the final two. Right. Why do they want us to think that? Why would they want us to be able to predict the ending? So right. I think that's my biggest takeaway here. I think it's crazy that we got the cliffhanger. We haven't had many of those.
1: I know, I know.
0: Because usually they just do the the rose ceremony in like 30 seconds. This time they had two rose. No, they had one rose to give out because Leslie got the first one. So it's between mm-hmm. Faith and Teresa.
1: Yeah, I'm excited though. I mean, I really think he's very emotionally invested in all three of these women. So I think just from now on, it's going to be like a dumpster fire of emotion.
0: Also, last week we talked about the accidental spoiler where there's someone mm. sitting in the mirror, the whole story, go back to last week, if you don't know what that is. But I posted a video of me explaining it on TikTok and Instagram. And the amount of people that have written in the comments, like, I know this person wins. Reality Steve said it like so many times. I messaged Steve and I'm like, hey, um, do you, did you put the spoiler up? Because he knows that I don't actively like seek it out. Yeah. Like, maybe Maybe you did put the winner and I don't know. And he's like, no, right. I, I haven't put the winner. That, that's not out there yet. Which is so, people are so crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's very obvious. Again, this is my opinion, not a spoiler, but I think it's very obvious he chooses Leslie. Like, it's getting more and more obvious, especially since he so confidently gave her the rose at the rose ceremony.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to continue to be a Teresa truther. And I think I'm going to choose to believe that he also said he loves Teresa, but they just didn't show it. Because they want us to
0: be surprised. I'm a Teresa truther till the death. Okay. Well, remember when Caitlin Bristow on her season, they had to make it look like there was more of a competition between Sean and Nick than there actually was. And Caitlin has said Mm -hmm. that like they used confessionals of when she was talking about Sean and then they just made it look like she said it about Nick. Yeah. So like there's stuff that like Gary could be saying that they're using to hype up other people. So I'm not totally buying what we're being sold. It's anyone's game here. I think it is anyone's game, but it's probably Leslie's. Mm, or Teresa's. We'll or jo- or Joan comes back. You never know. Oh, yeah. Or Susan. <laughs> yeah, Just Susan's going to come back. I'm sure of it. Let's get out of this recap room. I mean, it is kind of funny that we recap Bachelor in Paradise in the recap room, but you notice we never get into the recap room on Fridays when For we recap our the Golden, golden Bachelor. bachelor Friday. Why do you think yeah. that is? I
1: don't know. You don't want to be like. I do think that is. I'm too constrained on a Friday in a recap room. I need to be free,
0: right? I want to stretch my arms and just like really, yeah, exactly. I okay, yeah. Because I'm, I'm wondering if people at home wonder like, why do they always have to get in the recap room for one show, but not the other? Mm -hmm. Why do they randomly have to rate each other's dives? For one season, but not the other. Oh my God, I remember that? I forgot about that till you just said that. Why do they have to sit in a corner that they named after Clayton, but never again? I don't know. It's just we the way it is. We, we don't make the rules. We don't make the rules. It's just, this is what we gotta do. We hear you guys. We know how much you love Bachelor Encounters. Honestly, the episodes are fucking long and there's not always room for bachelor encounters number one number two you guys realize i need to be sent these stories if there's no bachelor encounters there's nothing that we could do about that so we have them this week and we're gonna wrap up this episode with them so we hope you enjoy they're not going anywhere permanently but just sometimes we don't always have enough time to fit it in are you excited
1: jackie i am because you know what i heard they're a good time
0: Oh my god, they, oh wait, yeah. So guys, if you don't know what Bachelor Encounters are, um, oh my god, I haven't said it. What is it? In a long time. No, the whole thing. It's time we kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about the stories on the air and it's a good time. It is! Wow. We have one about Piper. Ah! Brendan's ex, Piper. This person writes, I saw Piper James at security in LAX today. I initially didn't realize who she was, but she looked super familiar. So when we were getting our stuff after security, I noticed she had a necklace that said her name on it. And then it clicked. I thought maybe she wouldn't be on our flight since she's from Portland and we were headed home, but she wasn't. Anyway, she was wearing this cute baby blue romper and platform UGG booties and basically kept her head down on her phone the whole time. I looked up her socials and it looks like she was in LA running a race. Cute! I, it would have been so much nicer if you ended up like on the plane next door though. I know. Bummer. Um, what race was she running? Sound off in the comments below. Yeah, sound off. This isn't an encounter, but it's a question that I got and I think we should all try to answer it. Someone writes, I have a question about BIP logistics that I thought you might have some insight on. There have been several comments about the girls not knowing the guys from Charity Season because it hasn't aired yet. But at the same time, people are coming down knowing that they want Tanner. So which is it? How do they know about Tanner in advance? Just curious. Thanks for the great podcast. They've been really great to listen to. Thank you. Thanks. No, I actually thought this was a really good
1: question though. Mm -hmm. Well, but I think the situation is Charity Season has not aired yet but it's filmed so they know at least like the cast and they can look at the photos you know what i mean
0: what i think it is is um they know who could potentially be going and Tanner may just be a guy they don't know from a show but they probably can see photos so i think they're probably looking at photos and out of everyone they're like oh i'm most attracted to this person. What yeah. I think is weird is like, I would have a problem dating a guy on the show without seeing how he was on his original season. You know what I mean? Like I all these yes girls are going no. in saying, I want Tanner. You don't, What if he was like a huge asshole? On the, you have no clue. Well, but I think that, like, if he was a huge asshole
1: when you met him in person, then that's different though than like, whatever the edit on the show could be. You know what I mean? Right. Like perfect example, I think is Thomas from Katie season, had a horrible edit, but like, He wasn't really a bad guy. I think it's actually maybe better to not be swayed by, like, whatever narrative they got caught up in while on the show. Because that doesn't necessarily mean that's who they are.
0: No, totally. I think it's more just, like, I guess how, you know, their behavior in general. What if they said something to charity that you didn't, like, really love? Not to say that, like, their edit on The Bachelor dictates who they are. But, like, we know that Tanner was just as number one. Mm -hmm. You put him number one above other people that you may actually know more about, like, you must think he's really hot then. It's just interesting to put him at the top when you wouldn't know him. No, that's true. I guess it's just, like, closer to dating in
1: real life, though, right? Like, you you know, you meet some random person and you think they're attractive, you get to know them. But it's like you don't know the way they spoke about their ex-girlfriend or what they said to their friend or all those other things. You know, that's all part of the process of getting to know
0: someone. True. That was a good question. I liked that. Yeah. Our little question segment. So basically, guys, submit Bachelor Encounters if you have them. Submit questions if you have them. Maybe we'll start answering some of these fun questions. I will say, like,
1: at my job, there's, like, a Bachelor Slack room. And sometimes people will ask, like, questions about things like, oh, in Paradise, where do they sleep or this, this. And I feel so knowledgeable and I answer for them. So if you ever want to recreate that moment here on the pod... I'm like, well, what you don't know is there's the boom boom room, and that's the only air conditioned room that a couple can sleep <laughs> in, and someone has to call it and go in. But otherwise, they sleep in the bunk beds, and it's
0: basically outside. I explain to people things that I know. Do people at your job know that you're a bachelor aficionado? They do. They do know that. Do they know? Do they listen to the. Are, are you guys listening right now? Hello? Jackie's employees? I don't think a lot of them listen. Someone who
1: I don't work very close Lee, with was like, oh my God, you work here? I thought the podcast was your full time job. And I was like, it was just some random girl from like marketing or something who I
0: don't know. Wait, did she know you? Th- she knows you through the podcast. She pod, knew me from the podcast, as- but didn't know me what? from TikTok. Yeah. Okay, and that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe, leave a nice comment, rate us five stars, send the link, go to like copy link and send it to your group chat. That's a good thing to do. So
1: true. Um, if you're looking for more content from us, you can check out our Patreon. We just did such a fun episode ranking all of um, Bachelor Nation's Halloween costumes and discussing them, dissecting them, giving our hot takes on rules for what makes or breaks a good Halloween costume. It's a fun festive time. You should go check it out.
0: Yeah, and it's a video episode. So you can mm-hmm. actually see us and you can see the costumes that we're referring to. So it's really fun. Yeah. If you want the best shapewear on the market, head to honeylove.com/slash she's all batch two zero right now because they have a crazy sale for the month of November, like we told you guys, up to 50% off. So if you're gonna if you were on the fence about honey love, now's the time to go.
1: And then if you're looking to revamp your skincare routine and get some luxurious products, go to oakessentials.com and you can use promo shoes all badge and that will get you 15% off your first order. So go check them out as well.
0: Hell yeah. Join our Facebook group. Be sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, the
1: mm-hmm. whole thing. All the things.
0: I Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Bye, bitches.